You are now tuned in to the award-winning Comic Section Podcast Network. In a world where comic books have taken over the mainstream, where the geeks inherited the earth, where the nerds have taken over the turf. Ah, nerd! From the TV screens and movie scenes. From collecting your favorite pop toys. They're figurines! Where cosplay is your freedom of expression. Where cartoons and animes are your absolute obsession. If you're looking for a podcast that shares that connection, you can find this and more in the comic section. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new issue of the Comic Section Podcast, issue number 253. I'm your host, Jason, alongside my very talented co-host, Rigel. Hey, what's up, folks? What <laughs> is up, Rigel? I am still in that turkey coma, man. I'm not uh, going to lie. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel you. I feel you. And uh, and we're missing our, you know, our, our partner in crime. Well, I, I will say, uh, yeah, yeah, Ant is not here today. Yeah. Uh, I will say, though, it is... Black Friday, so knowing them, they're probably out kicking ass in a parking lot somewhere for <laughs> that Spider-Man PS5, baby. That's right, that's right. Gotta get that Spider-Man PS5. That hey, thing's going crazy, too. Hey, and if you're doing that, get, get one for me, too, while you're at it. I kick, know, right? Kick twice as much ass for me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Ant is definitely out and about, man. Shout-outs to Ant. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, turkey coma for you. Uh, yeah, just, just the, uh, the adrenaline of the Black Friday rush is just like, just oozing out of me right now. Yeah, I can it's imagine. Just, it's yeah. insane. I've, I've worked a couple of Black Fridays before and oof, it is, uh, oh, it's never fun. man, it is never fun. It goes by pretty quick though. Really, really, oh, yeah. really, really fast. But, uh, but since we don't have Ant here, uh, we do have a special guest joining us we and, do. uh, super excited too, because, uh, if I'm not mistaken, you know. Uh, he told me that this was uh, his first podcast, and yes. uh, and I'm super excited because this person right here, uh, I believe. What they did we reach out or uh, you reached they, out you to reach us? Out yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there we go. Well, uh, you know, this person is uh, definitely on a come up. Got uh, got their own imprint that's happening pre production. Uh, I'm super excited to talk about it, and uh, it's just going to be fun, man. I'm I'm just oozing at the gills right now too because again this is someone's first podcast it's always fun it's always fun uh but ladies and gentlemen uh creator of starlit avenue uh theo powers welcome welcome thank you so much for having me yeah this uh it's a big deal you know what i'm saying yeah yeah indie artists and uh and we were like uh, having a little conversation before we started recording about you know just like uh supporting indie period right yeah and uh you had a lot of inspirational things uh that you were talking about before we started recording and i definitely cannot wait for you to you know kind of reiterate that to our audience out there because i know there's a lot i mean this is a creative show and you know this is an indie show you know what i'm saying we're not uh (laughs) you know you know so uh so i'm super excited because uh, a lot of indie minds creative minds that tune into the podcast and definitely would love to you know pick your brain and your process of how you created what you created and to inspire others to do the same. Oh yeah, so. definitely. 
Absolutely. So uh, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. And, uh, you know, we might need your uh, little input on a couple of news stories we're going to talk about. And then obviously we're going to go into everything that you got going on with Starlit Avenue. So oh, yeah, uh, of course, you're ready. You're excited. Definitely. Awesome. OK, Theo. All right. Well, uh, you ready to go ahead and jump into. Uh, well, you know, I'm sorry. Before I even do mm-hmm. all that, uh, Theo, how was your Thanksgiving? Very good. Um, a little low key with the family and stuff just like uh my mom and dad me mm. and a friend that came down uh to our house okay for cool thanksgiving yeah so not too not too big just like not nice big, yeah. Prob- yeah i wish that was like that with mine man i got a big family i got cousins on top of cousins on top of cousins. Like, i got a big family it's insane did mike coulter show up I wish. <laughs> I wish. I am low-key. I am related. I know some people don't, you're like, oh, man, you're not really related. That is my third cousin on my mom's side, and Viola Davis is my second cousin on my mom's side. Oh my so, you know, but uh, family reunions come, and, uh, you know, we keep sending out invitations, but, uh, yeah, no response. Got that busy Hollywood schedule. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> I mean, whatever. You know, you can come down, you know, get some you know, chicken and stuff, man, hang out with the family. But whatever, I digress. All I'm saying is my Thanksgiving was uh, was was really good, really good. And I uh, got to hang out with some of the family, watch some football games and just talk trash. That's just how my family gets down, man. But uh, but Roger, you said uh, yours was pretty good. Mine was good. Mine was also very, uh, very chill as well. We uh, we just drove up to see the, uh, the in-laws for Thanksgiving, uh, had Thanksgiving dinner with them, and then uh, called... Uh, called my folks and wished them a happy Thanksgiving too. So it was awesome. very, very like very chill. I I will say this is the first Thanksgiving I've had since being completely dairy free and yeah. not being able to like uh, eat any like milk or cheese anymore. I was gonna say yeah. So, so Theo, if you if you don't know, uh, Rigel, you can't do the dairy no more. Can't do the cheese. Can't do the ice. Can't do ice cream. It gives me the squirts. Yeah, oh, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. No, it, it was literally killing my intestines. That and sucks. then yeah. when I finally did stop, I realized how uncomfortable I was living my entire life. Yeah, <laughs> like it was like yeah. night and day. Uh, but yeah, it was like very very interesting going to Thanksgiving dinner and like they they knew beforehand that like I had the allergy, so like they made sure not to like make anything that had. A whole lot of, like milk in it or anything like oh, that's that. That's good. But uh, it it was just like yeah. So what is this allergy? Tell us about this allergy. I'm like um yeah yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I just I can't eat the cheese. That's it, folks. <laughs> and you shouldn't be eating the cheese either. Okay. <laughs> Cows are evolving to kill us. That's true. That's true. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. It's only a matter of time for the uh, take back over. Uh, you know their their true nature. Yep, you know exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, cool. Well, hey. Uh, since we got all the Thanksgiving good goodness out the way, you ready to jump into a quick some you know quick tidbit news stories that we could talk about? Oh yes, please. Yeah. You ready? Yes. All right. Let's go ahead and jump into breaking news headlines. All right, so breaking news headlines, and uh, we have some more casting for Superman Legacy. James Gunn's Superman Legacy, and uh, I'm a big Superman fan, Theo. I love Superman, too. You do? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Finally, man. Finally, Supes get some love around here. Uh, I know, you know, he's known as a... 
you know, Little, Boy Scout. Come on. All right, Roger. If you're listening, you can suck it. <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's right. That's right, CO. You know, got love for you, CO. But CO, you a hater of Superman. You know, CO really loves Superman. I already know this. Okay. Yeah. I know they do. They got a Superman cape in their closet. I've seen it. <laughs> All right. They didn't want me to put that out there, but, you know, I had to let it out. But, uh, but yeah, so we have a some more of the casting got announced. We have a Jimmy Olsen and, a, uh, and an Eve. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Eve uh, Tessbacher. Tess- yeah, yeah, yeah. Assistant to Lex Luthor. And, and then there's also, I don't think it's been confirmed firmed yet. I think we, uh, but we got, I think we, we got, got Lex. Luthor I think we got well. Alex. And, uh, I believe the, uh, the gentleman, y'all, you know, you may know, you may have known him. You've seen his face around, you know what I'm saying? Roger, you want to let the very, people know? Very recently. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you uh, so as of right now, the news is that it looks like uh, Nicholas Holt of uh, X Men First Class, hey. uh, Renfield, <laughs> Warm Bodies fame is set to be Lex Luthor. Ooh, yeah, okay. yeah, that's really good. Yeah, what's your thoughughts on this, Theo? I, I love that. Yeah, I like digging this. Oh man, I'm just looking at you know the face, the eyes. You know, it's a, it's a piercing I'm, I'm blue. A very, I'm yeah. a very big DC fan. Okay, all right. Okay. There we go. Yeah, nah, hey, look. Who who would you say is like your okay, if you're your big super uh your DC fan, uh who's like your your favorite hero in DC? Who's your Batman. favorite villain? Batman is your favorite. Okay, I love Batman uh, there so go. much. <sighs> yeah. Um my favorite Man. Batman villain is the Riddler. Absolutely. Oh, oh snap. <laughs> yeah. You got something in common with a uh, comic book John. Comic book John. Riddler's like his favorite I Batman love villain Riddler too. So much. Yeah. Yeah. I have, you know, I I have a little, uh, little hate relationship with Batman, but it's cool. It's cool. Oh no, totally valid. Oh, it's, oh, it's thank a very, us. it's a very. Thank you. It's very. Uh, it's one of those things that you either love it or you hate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. I don't hate Batman. It's just you know he he steals the spotlight. You know what I'm saying? He's supposed to be. Yeah. That's ironic too, because he's all supposed to be all dark and he's stealing the spotlight. Yep. I don't like it. Yeah, I, I get that. Hey, at least you guys are eating better than us Flash fans over here. Oh, yeah, honestly. Oh, come on, man. Come on, yo. You know Flash can make a comeback. I will never forget. <laughs> I will never forgive. But, uh, okay, so... Um, so Theo, you were saying that uh, yeah. So you're excited to see Nicholas Holt as Lex Luthor yes. potentially. Yeah. 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 Uh, what about what about you, Jason? I'm hype. I'm excited. Uh, I've I mean, to me, the casting is kind of spot on. I'm not going to lie. I could yeah, see yeah. just from looking at his face and X-Men First Class and Dead Bodies. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, like bald head or maybe not even bald just yet. But uh, I can see it. You know, I'm like, yeah, oh, OK. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I can. Um, so there's a part of me that's like, yeah, no, I can. I can totally see this. And I don't think it's it's bad casting by any means. I think that he is going to do a very good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just a little like, out of all the, the potential choices that were like out there, it okay. is interesting that this is the one that we landed on. When mm. like, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, John Carlos Desposito is like right, right there. Ooh, uh, you know, yeah. you got freaking, even uh, Homelander. Like he will oh my gosh yeah yeah yeah. uh yeah the uh, i'm spacing on his name mainly Mm -hmm. i remember it was like 
Imauji, something like that. The uh, the guy who played uh, the High Evolutionary in Oh, in Guardians. Oh, yeah. Yes. I was yeah, like, I yeah, want yeah, you yeah. for Lex Luthor, but that's fire. But at the same time, great picks. Yeah, uh, looking forward to to this. Uh, if he is Lex Luthor, I'm not mad at it. I'm mm-hmm. sure he'll he'll do a good job. Yeah. Uh, but hey, let's let's go ahead and uh, let, let's just cut right through okay. all that. Let's get into the real story here. Let's right. get to the real star let of the show. Know, let him know. We got Jimmy Olsen, folks. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. And he is the goofiest little lad I have ever seen. It's got to be. It's got. It's well, you got know. To be. Yeah. I mean, I've seen. Honestly. I've seen Jimmy, and you know, to me. I do feel like Jimmy is underappreciated in a lot of ways, man. Cause, yes. uh, but yeah, nah, like, uh, when I saw that story and I was like, okay, cause I know you're a big Jimmy fan. Oh, I'm a huge I know. Jimmy Olsen fan. <laughs> you, okay. For, for everyone listening out there, uh, just Google Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen. Mm-hmm. Look at some of those old comic book covers of Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen. They are yeah. some of the most hilarious things you'll ever see in your entire life. And then to <laughs> compound on that, read Matt Fraction's, Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen that came out like a couple of years ago yeah. is by far one of the funniest comics I've ever read. Like, uh, there's also there's a great scene with Batman in that too. Yeah, because at yeah. one point, uh, like Jimmy goes into like witness protection and goes into Gotham City and disguises himself as a freaking like viral like prankster celebrity type. Oh, so okay, he's still, okay. Like, in disguise, but he's still doing his he's thing, doing where his he's, job. Like, just being an obnoxious YouTuber and being, and he does like. He goes into a prank war with Batman of all people. Oh my god! At one point, this, <laughs> this panel lives in my head rent free. But there's Man. one scene where like they have an ice cream truck full of Jokers in Gotham Central Park, and he's like, "We're gonna see how many Jokers we can throw in Gotham Park before Batman shows up." He's like, throws out a couple. He's like. More, ah. more, more. <laughs> I love that. That's like the best thing I've heard all day. Oh, it's so man. good. It's so good. Yeah. Um. So yeah. With with that in mind, I, I'm really excited for this casting, especially because the actor who's playing him, uh, mm-hmm. I believe his name the is Skyler Jasando. Yes. Probably butchering his last name, but yeah. Not. Nah, um. He, I mean. Does he give you that that Jimmy vibe? Let's let's go let's go over the details here, folks. So okay. I got his got his picture up right here. Yeah. Uh, so first of all, uh, freckles. He's got both of them. His face yeah. is just. He's got that plucky little like look in his eyes. That like yeah no he he looks like a dude that would dr- drop like a G Willikers unironically at any <laughs> point in time. Uh, let's let's talk about the sex appeal. There is none. He it looks like I look oh, at him no. and I'm sort of like. Yeah, no, he he like I mean, he looks like a fun little Ken doll almost. Yeah, yeah, no, I guess yeah, uh, he, yeah, yeah. He just he looks so good. He looks wholesome. Uh, he looks perfect. And so uh, people will recognize him from stuff like the Righteous Gemstones. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was also in Santa Monica. Yeah, the Santa Clarita Diet. And more importantly, yeah, he's in multiple Air Buddies spinoffs. Come on, man, Air Buddies, <laughs> <Yeah>. man. <laughs> That's a classic. So yeah, no, I'm I'm very very excited about this. Um, <laughs> there's a few other castings like they announced uh, that uh, someone was going to be uh, Eve Tessmacher, mm-hmm, which is big. Mm-hmm. There's also that uh, that one actress too that got announced that she's going to be. Well, 
in talks to be the engineer. Okay. Uh, who is set actually, uh, from what I heard, it's rumored that she's the villain of the movie. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. The engineer is, uh, so I kind of wish Ant was here right now okay. because I still haven't read any of the, uh, like the main authority comics. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I, I hope I'm not butchering this, but from what I gathered from reading about the engineer, uh, especially in the authority, she was a person that was like very much looked up to superheroes and okay. then at one point just got completely disillusioned by them. Yeah. And as soon as I read that, I was like, if that's the angle that you're going for with this person being the villain mm -hmm. and you have all these other superheroes that are going to be in this movie too, like Hawk Girl and Guy Gardner, Green Lantern. Yeah. This is going to yeah. be a good yeah. movie. I'm excited. Yep. I'm excited, man. You know, DC. Hey, I and look, man, I, I have faith in James Gunn. I feel like James Gunn's gonna knock it out the park, especially yeah. I mean him writing and directing it. I'm like, okay, yeah, no, nah, I yeah. at least know that this to me, like my anticipation level is like super, super high. But uh Theo, are you excited for the, yeah, definitely. the Superman? Definitely. Yeah, we gotta get soups back in the spotlight, baby. We do get that mm -hmm. home symbol back. And in like a good movie too. Yeah, yes. there we go. It's even Thank better. You. Yes. Even better. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. I think that's what's like been getting Superman so like down. Because yeah. like a lot of the movies aren't really good. Like mm -hmm. most of the actual good uh, DC movies are Batman movies. Yeah. Like, yeah. like genuinely, they yeah. just go like, okay, screw everyone else, Batman. Mm -hmm. That's, and you know, that, it, that's how it's I, been. I, yeah. That's how I it's feel, been. I feel like it's been like that because they just realized that, oh, Batman gets us a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Let's go with that because yeah. everyone else just doesn't like the others anymore. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. No, and, and you're not wrong. And that's like low key where my, you know, some of my bad hate comes from. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, and don't get me wrong. Look, hey, 1989, like the Keaton Batman. I'm like, yes, you know, I was there. But then, like, it was just Gotham. That's all DC was. And any type of like incarnation of TV, movies, like, it's always Gotham. Always Gotham. Batman's around. I'm like, all right, I get it, man. But, you know, come on now. Yeah. It's DC. Something new. Yeah. yeah something good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but again, I have, I have faith in James Gunn and, uh, Peter Safran and, uh, and hopefully, man, it can, turn that ship around you know definitely uh but uh one ship that uh, apparently looks like it's, it's just sinking right now <laughs> uh scream you ready to talk <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly you ready, man it's scream seven uh looks like uh just a dumpster fire there you yeah. go hit it right really? on yeah. hit it right on the head dumpster fire and uh yeah it looks like it's gonna be a full creative reboot uh, it's just uh, again, again, again. They lost. They lost Wednesday. Come on, man. Yep. How you lose Wednesday, man? Huh? Jenna Ortega yeah. out. From from what I heard, it was because of Wednesday that she, oh, she that's dropped why. out. Yeah. yeah. That it was a a conflict of uh, like schedule. She could film uh season two of Wednesday, or she could be in Scream Seven. And honest to God, I don't blame her. <laughs> yeah. Because I think every like people had like a slight slight awareness of who Jenna Ortega was before Wednesday. Mm -hmm. But once Wednesday happened, oh, she so, blew up. Yeah, so. yeah. And she became that girl. Yeah. And yeah, she's she's aware of that's where her popularity is. So uh yeah, 
don't blame her one minute, especially no, with not at all. Yeah, the direction that the Scream franchise was heading is yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, low, low to the ground. Yeah, <laughs> no, definitely not. Nah, and uh, you know we were you know we we're talking uh, before we started recording. You know, I kind of I stopped after like maybe Scream three, I think. I don't think, I mean, I've heard of, I don't even know if I, no, you know what? I might've started watching four, but I just never finished it. Cause I was kind of like, all right, like I'm, I'm kind of tapped out. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I'm uh, just done after like, uh, at some point you can only do something so much before it just gets annoying and stupid. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. But, uh, but yeah. And that's another good point too, because when you think about it, it's like, the, the trend of horror films as of late, especially like big IPs and Scream is definitely one of those IPs that like really like popped off and it was like, okay, cool. Like Scream is that next horror franchise. But unfortunately, like a lot of horror franchises, whenever something is super popular, they kind of, you know, yeah. just driving into the ground. It's like, hey, we got, <laughs> we got like eight sequels of this. And I'm, it's like, I'm going to say it, Five Nights at Freddy's. It, oh. it, no, and I'm not even saying this because I like the movie. Yeah. It's because after the first game came out and it got really popular, then Scott went on and on and on and like three games within like two or three years. He was churning and them he out. Was, yeah. He was churning them out and they just got like bleh. And mm-hmm. honestly, at this point, I'll even say Security Breach wasn't scary. It uh, wasn't scary you. at all. Uh, it was like, not, no. Uh. Like, like it was cute and like it embodied the fact that five nights of freddy's is supposed to be in like a children's area or or something but it's not it's not scary like Mm. i'll say the ruined dlc was pretty good because they actually had some scary moments in it um but other than that it wasn't that scary and Mm. that's coming from me that is honest like a very big fan of this series Mm -hmm. i just think that the game itself came like rushed out it wasn't that good to begin with, but nope. then it like at least the DLC was good. I'll say that it ran a lot better. It worked a lot better. Everything was a lot better story wise. But other than that, like I, I don't see a reason why any franchise should like push so hard to like keep afloat that they literally ruin what made the series the series to begin with. There you go. Yep. Yeah, nailed it right on the head, man. Because, uh, yeah, man, I guess, uh, I mean, I just feel like Scream, I feel like they could have, it could have been a three film. It really could have thing, man. Because how they wrapped yeah. the three, I was like, "Oh, I'm good." I was like, they, "I don't need." They any. should have. They I should have good. made mm-hmm. a like trilogy and yeah. stopped at it. I, you, you know, and it's it's funny too because with the the new iteration of movies, like it did seem like they were actually building up to a like third and final conclusion, right? Like for the next installment. Uh, but yeah, so to have Jenna Ortega gone, and then the the other primary lead, uh, Melissa Barrera, mm-hmm. uh, she was fired for making pro-Palestine uh, comments, mm-hmm. which oh again, God. very sad that Ant is not here because they would be I know. having Ant, a Ant field have day. Field day, absolutely. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, of course, you don't you can't get Neve Campbell back because done, yeah. she's done. That's she's it. like, hey, you don't want to pay me? Fine. I'm you. out. Yeah. Yeah, for real, man. Let's see how y'all make this thing work. And obviously, she's looking over there like, yep, see? Right choice. <laughs> Jump ship at the right time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It just uh, went to shit. Yeah, yep. it did. It did. No, you're right. 100%. It's just, uh, 
everything bad at the same time same will time. make something just awful. <laughs> man, I don't know, man. Y'all, you know, do y'all know any like legit like Scream fans out there? Uh, my, my fiance. I, oh. I I know some legit ones. Okay, uh, but. I I think it's mostly for the like first few movies. I, yeah, I mean, like because there you go. because they were actually good movies. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it went from like good to mediocre. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. Alicia's a big fan of the the franchise, but it is just more of like like the early stuff. Yeah. And then uh, Lil C is also a big fan of the the franchise in general too. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually really interested to know what what Lil CEO has to think about. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just all of it just Yeah. Yeah. Man, oh man. All right. Well uh hey, we'll uh I guess we'll have to wait and see what uh new developments happens and with Screen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know see, see if it actually can pull itself back out of the Yeah I'm saying <laughs> come on hey Ghostface man I'm rooting for you Ghostface okay mm. come on uh, you're one of the it's an iconic character. It is and, like it's sad to see the series like go yeah. into a dumpster fire, but like yeah. at the same time, like there's only so much you can do with certain characters before they just before they get you know. Mm. But you know, man, these studios like, hey, look, we'll give you we'll give you an extra seventy five hundred million dollars with your name on it. Brinks truck, back it up. You're at home. You're at, yeah, look, you made your money. Then all of a sudden you hear that beep beep beep. Like, I ain't expecting anything. You see that Brinks truck like oh. Oh no. Studio head <laughs> pops out of the bushes like, hey, excuse me. Gosh. We need about four more of these. And you can have all what's in this Brinks truck. Four more? You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No pressure, but we need it like in the next three months. So, yeah, like God, you know. get to work. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is how the franchise ends. That's this is how, how it the goes, franchise man. ends. Like, uh, not, not with a scream, but with uh, Zionism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my god. <laughs> Hit that drum roll. <laughs> crazy oh man oh man all right well um but you know what uh looks like we do have some uh maybe good news for all the star wars fans out there i don't know i don't know i don't Uh know you you tell Uh me i'm not i'm not a star wars fanatic like that but uh y'all saw the news with uh dave filoni did you hear about that uh yes i did okay all right yes i did okay cool 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 so uh, apparently dave filoni got a big promotion at lucasfilm uh looks like he's now like the uh the head creative force within Star Wars. Is hit, that is that is that good or hit bad? Hit that applause button. Hey, hit that applause. Yeah, <laughs> okay. let's go. I'm never sure. Uh, you know, I'm like, hey, you're just, you're just like, oh god, I is don't know. this good? Like uh, Star Wars fans. I mean, I I feel like it's all just overwhelmingly like the most toxic fans oh of all yes. time. Yes. Runaway toxic fandom. And uh, so whenever I see news that it's like, okay, is this good news? And I, you know, I want to bring it on the show, but I don't. I don't know. I don't know what the reaction is going to be. So I'm always just prepared. Uh, I don't know. But, yeah, uh, exactly. But yeah, so Roger, you said it a round of applause. So obviously you're feeling good about this. I am feeling uh, uh, very, very good about this. Okay. So right. for, for multiple reasons, uh, first and foremost, like took you long enough, you dinks. <laughs> so like Dave Filoni is like, he basically has been star. Like he's the guy that like, he literally like, more or less apprentice under George Lucas. He Ooh, made the Clone okay. Wars yeah, TV yeah. show, okay. Rebels, okay. Uh, the Ahsoka show. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the stuff that he did with, um, yeah, like working with, um, oh my God, I'm 
I'm losing my nerd card. I'm spacing on his name. <laughs> oh, I see right what you now. did there. Spacing. Yeah, I see. Spacing. I see. I yeah. see what you did. Yeah. The uh, John Favreau. John Favreau. So he's been working with John Favreau a lot with the the Mandalorian stuff, and it's like I'm going to be honest. Like a lot of his stuff is good. Like he. Mm-hmm is really great about taking what George Lucas loved about Star Wars yeah. and like that creative vision that he had, but actually making it good and actually mm-hmm. developing mm-hmm. like yes. compelling stories and, and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, I'm very excited. And this is also twofold because finally you have someone that's just like a head of the creative direction mm. because there's been no creative direction. It's just sort of been like, let's throw this up at the wall and see what sticks. Right. Uh, right we right. might have a Rogue One movie. Oh, no, no, no. That's gone now. Uh, that's it. No, bye. Man. Yeah. Like, it's, it's been very... It's been interesting. Yeah. Because I'm a big Star Wars fan. Okay, Theo. Right. Yeah, definitely uh, let us know your, th- your thoughts on this. I'm I've intrigued. watched a lot of Star Wars. I've watched the original. I've watched the new one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I haven't watched all of the shows but i've watched the mandalorian and i know how everything is yeah and the state of things has been kind of weird recently yeah as far as like rogue one just existed for like two (laughs) seconds and then when it didn't become popular they just went like yeah and then (laughs) it doesn't exist anymore and then they released the the andor spinoff tv show Uh with like very little fanfare but then that turned into like one of their most critically reviewed star wars things like ever yeah and it's like what what are you guys doing yeah Yeah, exactly they 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 have been really slacking off Mm -hmm. honestly Mm. especially with such a big franchise like you could do some actual really good stuff but they've been kind of not doing that. They okay. could have done a lot more than they've been doing. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. And that's coming from someone that, like, legitimately um, has been very critical about the new movies that have been coming out. Mm-hmm. Like, the new, or the three new movies that came out, like, the main mainline movies. The, gotcha, the, gotcha. the sequel trilogy. Yeah. 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 I, I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. Like... For one, but like it's also just like what's going on here? Like there's so many new characters, you're just gonna kill off ones that we like, and then you're just gonna go like, Hey, maybe he's dead again. Right, yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I, I I still remember like sitting in the movie theater watching uh The Rise of Skywalker mm-hmm. and the the moment where uh Kylo Ren was like you're a Palpatine. And I just like sunk in the middle of the chair. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Ah, <laughs> the force is strong with this uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was so funny. Like, I just saw that and went like, oh my God, you've got to be kidding me. Like, of yeah. all the characters to make her related to him. Hey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> man. Oh, I got to go see Star Wars with y'all. I'm serious, man. I'm like, because <laughs> I'm just, I just want to see y'all's faces, like whenever something, because I'm, oh, yeah. I'm literally like, okay, I, I guess this is what it, you I, know, I, this I, what's I happening. It. I, I, I guess, I, I guess, yeah. so I, you know, and st- the effects look awesome. All right, cool. Give me a lightsaber. I'm here. And, but and I'm like, everyone else is just like, I'm looking around. I'm like, oh, oh man, I'm not supposed to be uh, smiling right. Okay, all right, I gotta, give me, <laughs> I want to join in, but I don't, you know. Uh, okay, so. So pretty much, and I've seen like mostly positive about this story. So yes. it, it seems like this is a 
one of the rare times that like all of Star Wars fandom seems to be like, okay, thank you. Yeah. 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 It's like, yeah, to go to echo what you were saying earlier, Theo, like one of the reasons why the, the sequel trilogy, especially like when you rewatch all those movies in hindsight and then retrospect, you're like, oh yeah, none of this makes any sense. Mm-hmm. It's because they didn't have a like clear creative vision in mind. It was just, mm-hmm. okay, we're going to bring in this director. He's going to do whatever he wants to do. Yeah, this exactly. director's going to come in and do whatever he wants to do. Oh no, people didn't like that. Uh, <laughs> of course, steer, steer away from the iceberg. <laughs> it was too late. Too the late. space iceberg was already hit. Oh man, oh man. I was going to ask Theo, how do you feel about J.J. Abrams? I, I like his work. I actually really like what he's got going. I think that what like happens now will mm-hmm. be very good, honestly, considering like what he's worked on, what he's done. I think that he's a very good fit for this. Mm-hmm. And I'm honestly really excited to see where Star Wars goes from here. Hey, all right. You're talking about... Um Sorry, you're you're talking about with uh, Dave Dave Filoni. Filoni. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, and I was, then, uh, yeah, everything's just kind of good. Okay. Right, All right. now, I'm I'm just kind of excited. See, yeah. yeah, I'm sensing. I'm 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 feeling it right I'm now. I'm sensing. Like, I'm feeling the vibe. Yeah, you're feeling the force right now. Yes. I'm sensing that there's some optimism. In the uh, in Star Wars, mm-hmm. okay, it's, all a, right. it's a good time. Yeah. All right, man, yeah. man, all right. That's a uh, man because that's the first time I've I've seen optimism <laughs> or heard optimism from Star Wars fans for a long time. Yes. As far as I can remember, that's for sure. All right, well, uh, yeah, okay. Well, looks like uh, that about is our you know breaking news headlines so far. And of course, as always. Every time we start recording, there's always some big news story that breaks. So make sure y'all follow the comic section for all the latest news and headlines when it happens because it's like a news story that breaks every two seconds now. I mean, it's it's insane. I'm like, yo, I can't believe that this happened and this happened, but it always happens when we record. So that's just that's how it goes. So, uh, again, make sure you follow us at the comic section on all social media sites. All right. And uh, so we'll move on from that to our distinguished guest of honor here. So uh, this is the moment we've been waiting for, you know. Uh, So, Theo, uh, you have your own uh, your own pre-production for basically you're just your imprint, your IP, Starlet Avenue. Yeah. So, so, uh, again, I'm super excited to. to hear you and you know how you came up with the idea and what the story kind of evolves around oh yeah definitely yeah um first of all i want to say that this is going to be a pilot episode it's going to be probably 30 minutes long i'm going for like a good long episode of a like cartoon show okay um with it so it's going to take a few years to get out like Mm -hmm. gonna be honest with that yeah but um Honestly, it's been really cool working on this show because I have so many, I've met so many people, met so many new like friends and stuff based around like working on this project. Mm -hmm. Um, First of all, I want to like go into some basics. There are like seven, eight main characters. Um, There are like four. Five puppets, I believe, a computer and a alien that looks like a human, but mm. is not. Um, basically, the story revolves around all of these aliens okay. crashing to Earth. 
and Milo, the human-looking alien, actually has amnesia and can't remember who he is, anything mm, about okay. himself. All right. So basically, the episode will start out with him waking up in a storage closet, and mm. he doesn't remember who he is. He has to look at his ID, see his name and stuff, and go like, okay, that's who I am, but yeah. like, what else? And the whole concept of this is mascot horror, actually, of all things. It looks really cute, mm-hmm. but um, it's actually very fucked up, I'm going to be honest yeah. All right, you. okay, like, I like it. Um, it's like uh, like Five Nights at Freddy's, don't hug me, I'm scared, kind of. Like, yeah, yeah, uh, definitely the vibes. Yeah, okay. Definitely the vibes. Um, mm. I, like, with it, the characters... The puppet characters, anyway, are not exactly evil, but mm-hmm. they're controlled by an evil being that basically makes them kill people that they kidnap and put on their show. Wow. So the concept is is these humans are kidnapped. They're like said or like told that they're going to be on this really cool show and they're going to be able to do stuff. Yeah. Uh, and it's like a puppet show, like, say, Sesame Street, something like that. Very cutesy. And if the people that are like put on the show do something wrong, yeah, so they get axed really quickly. Oh snap! Mm. Okay, okay. So this is this is one of those. This yeah. is uh, okay, okay. It's, it's gonna have blood. It's gonna have gore. Uh, definitely going to be for teen and up audiences because mm-hmm. I don't see any reason to say, hey, because you're a child, you can't watch this. Just as long as you are okay with blood and gore and mm-hmm. like horror elements, you should be fine watching this. Gotcha. Like, because I don't like going like, oh, you can't watch this because kids are gonna watch it anyway. I true. Can't, yeah. I true. Can't, so yeah, you can't. Yeah. I can't make them not watch it. Hundred percent. But I want to give that warning that hey, there's gonna be this dark stuff in here. Mm-hmm. So that way, if someone can't handle it, they don't watch it going like, oh my god, yeah. I didn't expect this. Right. Right. Kind of already letting them know. So beforehand. yeah, definitely going to have like that whole entire warning section in the beginning of it, the pilot. Okay. Like hey. Uh, if you can't stand this, this, or this, right. then you should not be watching this because it could really trigger you. Right. There we yeah. go. There we go. It, if it helps, uh, I grew up watching South Park as a kid. And then uh, <laughs> I swear. Explains like, a lot. More and more every single day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. More and more every day I see more like kids, like legitimate, like uh very very young, young kids teenagers watching it watching yeah, yeah, yeah. like rick and morty and there's oh like one, yeah. Like, yeah like adult adult oriented shows yeah that like little kids are watching and i'm just over here like okay yeah yeah and my uh and you know what is it because like when i was a kid it was just the thrill of knowing oh i shouldn't be watching this yeah like, i could get in trouble watching this and especially like with me like i was a kid i used to like you know i yeah. mean I'm, they can't do nothing now i'm grown now sorry mom dad it's over you know what i'm saying you had your chance no I'm, they might still come after me but <laughs> uh like some rated r you know movies and stuff man, it's yeah just, exactly you like, know just that you're, thrill. Gonna, you're gonna get yeah. into that stuff as a kid anyway because yeah. you're, you're like learning what you can and can't take and mm-hmm. other stuff I don't see any reason like barring people from watching it. Okay. I just want to make sure that people know, hey, this is not right suitable like or... suitable for younger audiences gotcha. if you're not able to like take that kind of stuff. Right. Okay. So my uh, so my question is like, what 
what was it like what inspired you to create something like this like was whereas there's something like i know I, you said it was kind of horror like big horror person yeah, and i i love horror okay. um for one and two i've always liked mascot horror i just thought it wasn't scary like the thing is is like there's there's it should be scary like you have all the elements to make it scary there's like cute things that normally wouldn't like hurt you when you'd like look at as a child and go like oh my god that's so cute like they'll protect me and stuff and then Mm. go like and turn that on its head and go like no they actually want to kill you but like it never really got to that for me. Like okay. most most mascot horror, like Five Nights at Freddy's and stuff, just isn't that scary to me. I just wanted to make something that like actually had some impact mm. and like is actually genuinely terrifying at yeah. some point. Okay, okay. Because I was, I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, see, when I was a kid, you know, I, again, I keep showing my age, man. Roger, I blame you for that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So like places like Chuck E. Cheese and like Showbiz Pizza yeah. and like the anim you know the animatronics and stuff like moving around they always creep me out like no lie they always oh, yeah, creep definitely. me out to the most and uh, there was one character in particular that I was scared to death and my family always brings it up they have like a photo of me crying for like crying <laughs> for dear life trying to grab my grandma because I did not want to see. Uh, if you Google Showbiz Pizza and it's the main character, the gorilla, oh it's God, like yeah. a big yeah, black yeah. gorilla playing the keyboard. Yeah, and yeah. gorilla's terrifying. Yeah, it is. But it the is. thing is, I think it was like malfunctioning when I went. And I was turning. Oh, no. I was. A, it was a birthday party. It's shame. When, why would y'all do that to a three year old? But anyway, he was playing the, the keyboard, piano, and like his eyes would malfunction, and so he would turn his head. And he looked at me, but when he looked at me, his pupils was up in his head. Oh, no. So it was, oh, no. it was the worst <laughs> experience fuel. I ever had. Roger, why are you laughing right now? <laughs> That's what so was that? The glare of 87? <laughs> yes, I just, so, you know, and if it's going to be in that, in that fashion, I just got to prepare myself because I might not be ready for where you about to take it you know what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying valid. so I'm just like I'm, I'm already a little nervous right now which is a good thing because a lot of horror stuff don't really get me anymore but that and uh claymation gets me too oh yeah I, I was actually going to say that um I find it very like I think you might really have something there especially if you focus on like the the puppeteer aspect of it yeah well, puppets actually, are so creepy yeah it's yeah. actually really interesting that you say that because the puppets are actually aliens too so they don't have people that puppeteer them so they move by themselves <laughs> see see this is just this is getting this is getting worse and worse here and thanks I hate it <laughs> I know I know I hate it oh. Man. Man, that sounds amazing. This is this is this is different. I've I've never heard of a of a concept to this level, and you know, for you to come up with that idea, like uh, I don't know, what's your thought process? Like what, like because I know you said like okay, you big into horror and, you, and the puppets, and you kind of wanted to merge those two worlds and just yeah. really make it like incredibly scary. So yeah. are, so are you just feeling like most of the horror content out there is just ain't cutting it? Especially for mascot horror. Like, Mm. other horror is scary, but I feel like with most horror movies and stuff now, they bang too much on jump scares. Yeah. Yeah, They go like, like, oh my God, here's a jump scare. It's scary now. Mm -hmm. Like, no, that's not what makes horror scary. Like, for me, I don't like jump scares because 
I just don't like them. Mm -hmm. But um, also, they're just not scary. They just piss me off. <laughs> mm, what are like um, what are some of your favorite horror movies? I don't actually watch horror movies, which is oh, funny. Wow. Which is which is funny considering okay. I know like a lot of horror and stuff. Yeah, I mostly look at wikis for that stuff and just okay. like look over it because a lot of them have jump scares and jump scares honestly trigger me a little bit. Okay. And okay. it's okay. it's one of those things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But um I prefer a lot of the YouTube and indie horror stuff now because it's yes. actually gotten to a point where like they're actually scary, like Mandela catalog with the Walton yes. files, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to look this up now. Yeah. Lil CEO would love you. Yeah, no, we've um we've both been getting into the the analog horror stuff. So analog horror is very good. There's that. Uh, have you watched uh, Gemini Home Entertainment? I I think I have. I'm pretty sure that I have yeah. seen some of it. Um. I'm pretty sure I have. Yeah. If I haven't watched it, I've heard of it, and I've been meaning to watch it. Yeah, no, mm. it's that's another that's another like really really good one too. Yeah. Um. But yeah. No, that's that's awesome. Yeah, I, I actually agree with you that like yeah, horror's gotten like really stale lately, especially mm -hmm. with like yeah, like uh, like we were just talking about with the the Scream franchise, where right. like, they're playing so much on the own formula that they're like, oh yeah, but we're doing a meta commentary on the formula, but it's like, bro, you're bro, still doing that. the formula. Still doing formula yeah, yeah. Exactly. commenting on how the formula is honestly like bad yeah. yeah exactly yeah Man. uh so yeah no i'm i'm glad like i've been appreciating more of like the the indie horror stuff even though i don't get it all of the time mm -hmm. uh but appreciating the indie horror stuff that's been coming out with like the a24 stuff um I've especially like other like really like lesser known low budgets. I will never shut up about caveat. That movie still haunts me to to this day. Um, that, that's one movie you should definitely yeah. watch. Leo. That's Man. Well, with the lights off too. Yeah. Lights off. Get, lights off. One, one you want thing, the full terror. Yeah. One thing that um, I'm also very uh, into that is in big inspiration for this is Doctor Who, as I mentioned before. Yeah. Um, it has a lot of alien stuff in it, obviously, and stuff like that. But mm. because Doctor Who has always had that kind of horror factor to it, it also doesn't, like, really jump into, like, a new territory for it, you know? It's okay. always had, like, that kind of creepy vibe to it. But then you add all of these other elements, like puppets and, like, oh, there's puppet aliens that literally can move around and are basically forced to enact like revenge of another being on these people. Mm, yeah. So the concept that I had for the series as a whole is to have one human person die per episode. Oh man. So like there's a lot of them mm -hmm. and there would be like probably eight episodes because of this. Yeah. Uh, including the pilot. So, like, say seven episodes for the first season. Uh-huh. But um, the concept for it is they normally are very nice, the puppets are. Okay. Um, All right. But when they are being controlled or they act differently, mm -hmm. they actually change color palettes and they have, like, oh. a different vibe to them. Oh, snap. Oh. Okay. And they look completely different even though they, they, they look the same. They have the same, like, body shape and stuff. Like, 
because I didn't uh-huh. want to I didn't want to do what a lot of other mascot horror does and just make them oh freaky monster yeah yeah, yeah. I was just like that would make no sense in the concept of the story anyway and mm. then I was just like okay I can do that I can make them look creepy or unhinged and not have them like completely completely change, change into something else yeah. ah, I see okay okay I like that and Milo the main character um actually changes at the end of the season when he regains his memories oh okay so basically the idea was is like whenever a character changes attributes or like changes how they act Mm -hmm. or look um or like feel and stuff they actually change how they look so say um I don't have like examples like here with me, like mm-hmm. art wise. Yeah. But um, the human characters look very much like they fit in with the puppets oh, okay. and everything else. Okay. When you, when you right. look at Milo, he looks really freaking off compared to the rest of the cast. Okay. Like he looks very bare minimum compared to everyone else. Mm. And then when he regains his memories, he changes to be more vibrant and fitting with the show. Okay. Hmm. Okay. All right. Man, this is... This I is... wanted to have, like, those visual cues because, uh-huh. like, a lot of things in horror are just so dark that you can't see the visual cues. I wanted mm. to have something that kind of went like, oh, this is a puppet show. Right. So you can actually see, and there's lights and cameras and right. all this stuff. Yeah. And... I was just like, if I don't make this the best thing that I want it to be, then mm-hmm. what's the point in making this anyway? Like, there we go. Very true. Yeah, very, yeah. very true. And then, like, for something like the task of actually, you know, making this, you know, be, I guess come to life, you know, ironically. But, like, uh, so I would think, like, that's a that's a heavy workload, especially because this is your baby. Oh, definitely. And, uh, and we were kind of talking about it um, off mic, but... Uh, I know you have like a solid team now. Yes. So, I have like 20 to 25 people working oh, on I, it. Yeah. Nice. And I do most of like the background work for it. Like I hire the people, I get like the voice actors and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's hard, but it's also something that I want to do. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not like, it's not like something that I don't want to do. So like, it's a like burden on me or anything. Yeah, it's more like a labor of love, right? Yeah. 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 Definitely. Um for it it's it's been a lot of work, obviously. We've yeah. put a lot of work into it to begin with. Mm-hmm. But I also want to make sure that it's good. That's right. why I said that it's going to be a few years, if that, mm-hmm. to get this done because one, I don't want to rush animation. That is stupid. Right. Yes. Right. Uh, rushing anything in this project would be stupid because if the animation is great and the writing is shit, then what's the point? There you, know? you go. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I have the whole story planned out in my head for like even a whole season, basically. Mm-hmm. I just have to like script it all out and do all of the hard writing work. Right. For it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but. I have the theme song done. I have a lot of work put into this. Okay. Got the theme song and everything. Yeah. So, um, so basically, I have the instrumental, and we're probably going to put it on Spotify soon. Hey, um, all right. So we have the instrumental, and then I'm going to work on the singing and the voice acting for it, because it's going to be 
very much like a puppet show. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. I said before, yeah. the introduction for the actual animated show is going to be the intro to the puppet show. Ah, okay. So... So is the vibe, uh, not to cut you off, is the vibe going to like come off as like, you know, us uh, unassuming. It's like, yeah, it's like yeah, a regular puppet show. It's hey, cute. Hey, all right, cool. You yeah. hit like, oh, okay, I, yeah. I think I know what I'm into. And then all of a sudden, like, it, it, just hit. it just drops. Yeah, I like that. Like, like, like it's it. really cute. And then immediately drops into a dark freaking room yeah. with like a bunch of people screaming about how they're going to die and a person <laughs> just sitting there like, oh, 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 oh man. Oh, I cannot wait. Like this is this sounds this sounds incredible. It does. And, <laughs> and the thing is, is there's there's more. Mm -hmm. In almost every episode, there is going to be a musical number. Really? So there's going to be a whole entire like original musical number written and mm -hmm. produced for each episode. If yeah. I can get like more than one episode done. Yeah. All right, man. See, this is big right yeah. here, man. I'm excited. So you said that, uh, so when you say musical numbers, are, is, are they going to be like a specific type of music? Are they going to be like span multiple genres? Uh, I think um, like puppet shows, like how they have oh, okay. like, um, how they sometimes have musical numbers in them mm -hmm. or like learning segments, only they're kind of fucked up and twisted yeah again just like uh don't hug me i'm scared yeah, yeah that's yeah, it sounded a lot like oh man yeah nah, don't hug me i'm scared but people actually die there you go there you go there you go i you know i'm legit scared right now man. I, don't, I don't i'm scared and excited at the same time it's like a weird feeling but i i enjoy it can uh can i ask so you talked a little bit about some of the um the influences that you you have this obviously with uh like no five nights of phrase mascot horror and uh doctor who are there any other like big inspirations for for you that like that we can tell like going into this oh, so, yeah. like if you're um, a fan of this you like, should also check out yeah. this your uh, i your show? actually want to talk more about the five nights of freddy's one because okay. even though even though it's mascot horror mm -hmm. it's not directly based off of the game version it's based right. off of the movie mm. like because when i was like doing this i was like huh i need something like that's original to this right but you okay am i allowed to do spoilers for the five nights of freddy's movie here I feel like it's been yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's been out long it's enough. It's streaming okay. on Peacock TV. It's yeah, fair. exactly. Yeah, I just, right. I just wanted to make sure. Um, yeah. but basically, you know the end, how they have the art that's like controlling. Yeah. The animatronics. Mm -hmm. Basically, think you know the computer character that like I talked about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Basically, he's controlling them through like different means kind of like how the art is for the animatronics in five nights at freddy's movie oh okay so basically okay. like if something happens wrong or something goes wrong then they all get really fucked up mm -hmm. and they don't want to do it most of the time they will actually tell people to like run Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. the thing is, is that since it's a show and everything, people think, oh, this is just a joke. Nothing wrong could happen. Right. Everything wrong happened. Everything wrong. Man. Actually, I 
really love that theme. Yeah. Like, just the thought of like, oh yeah, this person's like happy go lucky. They love you and protect you. And then suddenly just something switches and they know that there's something off yeah. with them too. And they warn you, but they can't stop them. Can't stop them. So yeah, yeah doing like, that. Yeah. That is really good for, for horror. Yeah, especially. And the thing is, is the computer character, like even though I've like already planted them as like a villain and stuff, right? Uh-huh. Like, in the show, like for the characters, the computer acts really cutesy and happy and like he's their friend mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they don't ever like suspect that he is the, the one, one that's, that's actually everyone. killing everyone. Ah, okay. Yeah. Form that trust factor and you're like, oh man. Yeah. No, nah, that's really good. That's really good. It's kind of like, I mean, not to like, pride but it's like it's always interesting to like hear because i would sometimes i will watch documentaries of like horror directors and just see where their mind goes and what gets them there to that point is there like uh do you have like a certain thing that like where when you think of these ideas are you usually like by yourself or are you like around other people like do you draw i kind of like talking to other people about my stuff okay um okay. but the thing is is like because of like my own life experiences and stuff mm-hmm. i kind of always like look to horror for like more supportive like hey i really like this and mm-hmm. it like makes me feel better yeah. kind of yeah, stuff. yeah 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 and I was just like, if I want to do something like a big project or something, I want to make it something that like represents what made me have like a better day awesome. when I was younger. Okay. Yeah. Um, and with the project, there's also a lot of representation in it. All right. So okay. there's a lot of uh, people of color. There's mm-hmm. a lot of like people with mental illness, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the computer and one of the characters is actually kind of a system like DID. Mm, and it's, okay. Uh, okay. it's very it's yeah. very interesting because I wanted to do this because I also have DID. Mm. And I wanted to do like a horror version of DID that wasn't bad mm-hmm. because like every fucking time you see it, it's painted as, as this like horrible thing. Oh my God, I'm going to murder everyone. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The end. Yeah. Yeah. No. Nah, yeah. That's uh man. That's like to, it's kind of like, it's just interesting, man. It's like when you like, uh, when you sit there and you're like, oh, okay. Cause I'm like, I'm just like, when I'm hearing you speak about it and like, you know, just hearing the passion it's just, I, I just love like, you know where your mind goes to like come up with a thought and a and a plot to a whole like series. Like it's always intriguing to me because I'm like as a fan, as someone that just yeah. consumes this, it's like yo, how do you think of all of this? All of this, and you're like, and you know, I'm not gonna lie, right? Like you, you typically, you know, for the novice person, you assume like horror people are like, oh man, this this person's just super scary all the time. Man. No, they're, they're, they're normally very yeah, nice. Yeah, like usually chill. Like, I, yeah, I'm, I'm just over here like, oh my God, yeah, yeah, yeah. my characters murder people. I'm, I'm not going to lie, for the longest time when I was a kid, man, I thought Stephen King was like the most like, I don't want to see him. I don't want to talk to <laughs> him. I'm like, no, yeah. man, this dude is sick. He's like, hey, how you doing, man? Like, oh man, I'm what? watching interviews. Yeah, like, exactly. that ain't Stephen King. Get out of here, man. Like, what? You? And this. 
It's like, yeah, I'm just, you know. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like a, it is kind of like a similar like vibe whenever I hear like people who are in the horror, create horror, have just like that. Yeah, you know, just that. Mm-hmm. It's just, just still, you know. Yeah. The because uh, I also like I do a good bit of writing. I I used to do a lot more, um, but yeah, the the times I've like I've written horror or like I've come up with like different horror ideas. It's like well, one yeah, you want to think about like what is it that actually scares you as a person, mm-hmm. and then translate that to okay, now how can I make this thing that scares me terrify Scare someone else? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but also there there is like some fun to it because like there is like a good bit of like outlet with that because it's like yeah no I'm just priming some of these people up to get murdered <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. yeah 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 I will say too like uh, since you're like if you were to be this is kind of like we're still on the subject of like horror and everything and uh, if you were to pick which horror movie you would be in like is there like a horror movie that you would see yourself in and see yourself surviving have you ever thought about that like i know sometimes i'll watch i'll watch some old like uh let's say nightmare on elm street yeah. right and it's like okay if you put me in that situation how am i going to get out of that i'm gonna i'm gonna go for a classic here but it, yeah. i i really feel like i could i could i could um I could survive it. You could? Yeah, I Ooh. I feel like I could. I feel like I could. Like I'm not I'm not stupid. Okay. I'm not stupid. <laughs> I'm not stupid. No, no. Well, that, any any time any time. Yeah. There's a horror movie and they start killing people off driving. There we go. That's it, there yeah. we go. Round That's fair. Hey, you hey, leave. Come on, come on now. Come you on leave. now. You leave. I mean the way that they a lot of them get past it is just get out of town. <laughs> just get out. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, like just leave. Leave Derry in the end, man. Get out of there, man. Um, yeah. Plus, plus, it's actually a really good movie, so. It oh, is. yeah. It is. It is. It's a classic, but it's yeah. just good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. No, I I would think about stuff like that, man. I'd, it's a good one. It is a good one. Did you have one, Roger, like a, a, a horror movie? Like, all right, if I'm in this scenario, how am I getting out? Okay. Okay. Uh, for for most movies, I I feel like there is some aspect. I feel like with most slashers, I feel like I would be able to yeah. to survive. Yeah. Just for the the pure sense of like, oh, it's just a dude with a knife. Kick him in the ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, like yeah, no, like like watching the screen movies. It's like, oh, those are just two teenagers. I can beat up two teenagers. True. I think I can. I mean, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so so there's that. Um, you know, I, I'm going to go with a more recent one. Okay, I'm going to say also uh, with Nope. There we go. I would I would survive the <laughs> hell out. Like, yeah, all yeah, I yeah. have to do is just not look at a thing. Just don't all look right. at. Yeah, right. hey, the crowd <laughs> looks really good today. Yeah, Woo-hoo, yeah, that's some good floor, good dirt. That's right. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, and I just think about like uh, like. The funny one for me is like I know what you did last summer. I'm just not opening the letter. <laughs> I'm just saying, Someone right? Mails you a letter, you're yeah. just like, oh, like no, I ain't open it. It's like, what is this? I'll, send me an email. I don't know what this send is. Send me an email, bitch. That's it. I, you know, but <laughs> but yeah, no. Getting back to uh, to uh, with Starlit Avenue. Uh, do you have a particular since this is your baby? Do you have a particular favorite character, or it's just like like your baby? So it's like they they all hold a special place in they they in all your kind of mind. they all kind of hold a very like big spot 
yeah. my heart and in yeah. my mind. Yeah. Like it's been a few weeks now and it's like been really crazy because so many people have been like, Hey, can I help you with your project? And like awesome. stuff. And nice. I'm just yeah. like, Oh my God. Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. Let's go. Yeah. Nice. Hey, well, hey, look, I'll tell you one thing. And, uh, and I know you say you, uh, you have like voice actors and stuff. I know two people <laughs> that would, Kill, you see what I did there? Kill, right? That's yeah. uh, kind of yeah. corny. I know, I know, but <laughs> that would kill at that. All right, you're looking at one right there. You got Rigel. Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez. And then you got you got Ant. Yeah, Ant's Aunt, really good. Ant is really good, but these two, I mean, I work with them all the time. Yeah. And I swear to you, they need to be doing some voice acting work because, I mean, it's amazing, man. Like. How they project, especially this one. This one projects. <laughs> that one projects. So, uh, the other kid, baby. That's right. There we go. But, um, but yeah, so that's awesome. So you're yeah. getting support from yeah. a lot of people. Now, and that's, and that's another thing I wanted you to, you know, if you want to, like, speak on about, like, just uh, getting actually out there and you, you have a thought in your mind. You, you're like, I want to create something. And I'm sure there's somebody at home that's listening or on the road driving and they want to get to where you are. Like, I want to create. I have an idea. Like, what made you like, all right, cool. Let me get out there I think and do what, it. I think what you really need to think about is what you want out of it. Because if you do not have a clear idea of what you want out of it and you don't have like a clear idea of like what you can do for the project, mm -hmm. then you're not going to get anywhere. Mm. You need to have like the motivation to do it. You need to have the idea and you have to have like the wherewithal to get like people to help you. Mm -hmm. And you also need to just have fun. If if you do not have fun working on your own project, there is no reason to be working on your project. Very true. Mm. Very, very mm -hmm. true. Yeah. There you go. If, um, so if, if I can ask uh, two questions, one of them is more of a, like a rephrasing of the question that you were asking earlier, mm -hmm. Jason. Uh, so, uh, cause he was asking about like, is there a particular character that like you like relate or like one that's more of your favorite? I want to ask, uh, cause like I do this a lot with my own writing. When you're creating a character, is that someone that you like, is it a character that is like you in that situation? And like you do that, like even with it comes to like characters that you would never even imagine yourself in this scenario. You're like, OK, if I'm this person in this body yeah. who had all this baggage, is this what I would do? Or is that more like you take friends and family that you're surrounded by and you're inspired by and you use them as like basis and templates for certain characters. Funnily enough, Milo is actually based off of me. Oh, okay. Because I actually modeled for him. Uh, oh. I have the outfit for his uh, character and I had a wig that looked exactly like his hair. And I was just like, okay, uh, I'll do this and I'll get one of my artists to draw him and see how it looks. And nice. it looked pretty good. Um, awesome. The... Reference sheets uh, are a little bit different than the actual animation designs mm -hmm. uh, because the reference sheets have a lot of like design and patterning on them, and that's yeah. not feasible for animation. Mm, right. Okay. Um. So there's a whole character lineup of uh, just an animation-friendly designs. Okay. Yeah. That I got someone else to do, and I have all sorts of stuff going on behind the scenes. It's really mm, cool. Okay. Um, all right. I am also uh, 
I, I want to talk a little bit more about the story because there's like one thing that I left out. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, Go ahead. Um, basically, they're in a place like a rundown studio, right? Mm -hmm. But they're locked in there. So they can't escape. So like when you were talking about like what horror movies could you like survive? Or yeah, whatever, yeah. I was yeah. just like, oh my God, that reminds me. They literally can't escape. Oh. Uh. And that's what makes it so scary because yeah. they know they can't escape the place. Oh, wow. Um, and yeah. I think the biggest thing that I have that's like kind of against horror right now, like mm. uh, about like more of the bigger things okay. is that like the characters in it are too dramatic when they're like being scared and stuff like uh, like okay, because okay. like if someone genuinely looks scared or is scared and isn't just screaming to scream mm -hmm. like you can feel the fear yeah like you feel the fear yourself because you're just like oh my god this character's gonna freaking die right right yeah yeah it's like that uh that tension yeah that yep. you yeah yeah and I just, I mean, I always think like when I think of tension, man, I, I, I always go to like one of the the icons, man, like Alfred Hitchcock, man. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Like yeah. he, like going back and rewatching some of his stuff, it still holds up because, like you're saying, it's not necessarily the jump scares; it's that tension of like walking around and you think you're alone, but something tells you you're not. Yeah, and exactly. you're just like something's coming, but nothing does. But it's still you feel you it. Still feel it. Oh, you're so tense, man. Like, that's an art in itself, so... Because I was just like, I don't want to put jump scares in that because, like, it already freaks me out enough. Yeah, And yeah. not in a, like, scared way, mm -hmm. more in a, like, oh, this just triggered me way. Right, And, right. like... Yeah, I get that. And, like, with horror, I think there should be more tension again. Mm -hmm. Because without the tension, there's no real reason to have fear Right. Like, because a lot of, like, the new movies have, like, a lot of jump scares, a lot of, like, cheap scares and stuff. Mm -hmm. When I think they should actually be, like, doubling down on, like, the tension and how, like, stressed it makes you feel. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. when you can feel the stress, you know it's a good movie or right. you know it's right. a good game because you, you feel genuinely terrified. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. And then the payoff is, like, even greater. I mean, depending on how it's done, I should say. I'm sorry, but right. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, you make a great point, man. That that tension is really what what really makes it what it is. Mm -hmm. But uh, the the other question that I had too is so when you like way 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 off in the future when we do have this like set up as a as its own uh, show, will you be premiering it on like YouTube? Probably, like probably Newgrounds YouTube. Oh snap! We got a Newgrounds kid over here, folks. <laughs> yeah, hey, let's go. Oh, I love Newgrounds. I love Newgrounds too. Oh my god, it's Man. been forever since I've been on that site, but oh my god, yeah. So that's... it's gonna be on Newgrounds YouTube, and I might be able to like finagle my way into like the terrace theater and get like an actual like hey there there we hey. go production i like it like pre-production kind of like, pre like yeah well, let's like let's go hey man yeah. i like it uh, i like it so with, with that being said too uh like i find that there are like a lot of people who are like doing pilot animated projects on youtube and they're just like dropping the pilots getting this like huge crowd following them that really helps them 
yeah get them get the money and stuff yeah like, like uh, um for this project i actually cool. plan on getting the introduction done uh nice. like fully animated and stuff and then drop an indiegogo campaign okay uh, so i can get the funds to actually pay for the 30 minute episode because obviously i cannot do that with the minute amount of funds that i have right, right now. of course uh, yeah. Yeah. uh but uh, after that i hope that i get enough of a following for like it to be picked up by a studio or something like that i don't know if it ever will but you got a good shot at it yeah, i'm gonna be honest yo because like because it's so original like, exactly and that's the thing right it's kind of like I believe a lot of these studios are, I mean, some, I should, well, you know what, I'm, I'm giving yeah. them too much credit. I'm giving them, <laughs> but I would think that someone who works there, right, it's <laughs> like, yo, we got to switch it up, man. Like, the audience, they're not feeling what we're doing. We keep going to the same IPs. We need something different, and we need something, like you were saying, yeah. original. It's like, oh, okay, cool. I, this is a different concept. And I really do feel like, man, there are people that are looking for that. I definitely feel that, especially in the horror side, man. Like, they're like, come on, man. Yeah, there's, an, there's like, not that I can even think of, like, any good horror animated series. That's like, I'm, yeah. I'm just going to be honest with you. Like, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a ghost town. Yeah, I see what Literally. you did there. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There you see, getting the puns? Yeah, getting yeah. the puns? <laughs> That is awesome, and uh, yeah. So, so we're basically like, uh, as far as like the crowdfunding, and you already kind of have where you're going to put it, uh, like. And I guess that's your is that your ultimate goal is to ultimately get picked up by like, um, either by or just grow studio. your following or a big yeah. uh, big studio or maybe even like television. I, I feel like or? it. I feel like it really depends on like how it goes because I know ahead of time that it might not blow up mm -hmm. and like that's the thing with this sort of stuff like you can't go into a project thinking this is gonna be the next big thing right you have right, to right. go into it with the mindset that some people might not like it mm -hmm. some people might hate it there might be like a lot of things that go wrong with it stuff like that yeah you can't just immediately go like oh my god this is going to be the next big thing mm -hmm. like people are going to absolutely adore this you have to be your like your number one fan there it you is you have to, there you have it to is. be your number one fan when it comes to this stuff there you go because otherwise no one else is going to take you seriously there you go yep. there you go and yep. I, you just hit it right on the head like just going even going back to inspiring other people to like really go out there and take a chance on what it is they really want to do and create because yes because uh, you have to you yeah. have to try mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. you also have to be honest with yourself of what right. you can do right like what type of funds you have mm -hmm. whether you're going to do a volunteer project or like like me that's paid yeah like you got to be honest with yourself of what you can physically do mm -hmm. because if you are not then i i don't it's it's not going to go anywhere you're going to be mad at yourself it's just not going to be a good time yeah yeah there you go all right there you go and uh and you know what that's the scariest thing ever <laughs> yep. it's, it's it not going to be it a is. good time and you like i mean how just scary is that like oh this is what i wanted to do and then now this is just too much and it's like ah oh, yeah yeah you gotta be really honest with yourself of what you can physically do because mm. if you're not honest with yourself with that even if you want to make something big 
you got to take those small steps before mm. you make something big. Right. Like right. for me, I worked on a lot of things before this and then it, it clicked. Kind of clicked. Yeah. And then I was just like, okay, I need to get a team together. I need to get like this stuff done. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's been kind of good. There's some stuff that I want to talk about the Indiegogo with, even mm-hmm. though it's going to be like a while away, obviously, because animation is hard. And yeah. there's a lot of stuff that's going to go into the intro and the theme and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But basically one of the goals of like getting the money for it is to make real life puppets mm. and oh. have a live action segment mm. of the show. Nice. There it is. Yeah. So yeah. that's a big thing that I've been wanting to tell the public for a while now. Awesome. Um, All right. So that's what I wanted to actually talk here about. Um, I'm going to be getting some real life puppets made if I can get the Indiegogo funded. Mm-hmm. Nice. I'm going to do a live action bit of the show. So there's going to be like actual puppets, actual like puppet show shenanigans yeah. going on, stuff like that. And I was just like, if I'm going to make this show, I'm going to make it the best I can make it. There you go. Because I was just like, I know I can't make this myself and I know I can't do this myself, but I am going to find a way to do it. There it is. I like it. That's, I like that's it. another thing. If you're going to create your own thing, you definitely have to like have the wherewithal to actually go out of your way to make mistakes and to find out what you can and can't do. And also just like go out of your comfort zone. If you don't go out of your comfort zone, then you're not going to get anywhere. Like, because I'm a very anxious person. I was like, (laughs) I was scared all day to come here because I was like, no, no, no. Like, not because I was like scared to like meet up with you again. Cause like, Mm -hmm. you know how I met you at the convention and all that stuff. Uh But like, I have really bad, severe, like anxiety issues. And Mm. that has made it really hard to network and stuff. Right. And. It's been very anxiety filled like last few weeks because of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like, it's also one of those things that I'm just like, I need to not get over it, but like embrace that part of me. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of the problems that I have, like anxiety, like autism, stuff like that, I've mm-hmm. also embraced with like the characters in the show that have like similar stuff right. going on with them. And I have a lot of different like themes obviously mm-hmm. that are going to like go on in the show like eventually and you'll like see them and yeah. why the computer like acts the way he does uh, and like why everyone acts the way they do. they do yeah yeah um but it's very much a personal thing like if you're going to work on a project it has to be personal you have to go out of your comfort zone and you have to be willing to do things that sometimes you might not want to do. Right. Yep. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that. Man, I was, yeah. And I uh, totally agree. Got to get out that comfort zone. And that's where, that's where all your dreams lie, man. It's just like right mm-hmm. beyond that comfort zone. You just got to get out your, you know, and also like you were saying, embrace, embrace that. Like, oh man, I'm comfortable, but I'm, I'm embracing the uncomfortability, man. It's, that's, yeah. that's awesome. Man. That is amazing and uh and yo i gotta give you a high five man you 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 killing it right now yo, yo. thank like, you absolutely yo. you hey come on now come on man 
killing it absolutely so um so before we uh we wrap things up because it's been a pleasure and uh i'm super excited about this project and of course we're going to promote it here because you know i mean you part of the fam now man yeah it's it's going hey just you already know like this is kind of like extended family here you know so we're definitely excited and uh you know for the listeners out there who want to keep up with you want to support you you want to go and let the people know where they can find you websites the whole nine where can they go to support starlit um you can go on twitter um and search up starlit avenue uh it will be the first one that comes up i think i had like an old account for it that i can't get into anymore but the one Mm. with the computer face on it is the correct one okay uh i just haven't changed the username yet because Uh, i was just like uh yeah (laughs) (laughs) because twitter twitter's been very interesting about like like locking accounts for like changing stuff recently Uh, it's been interesting mm. it's been a very interesting elon musk uh moment yeah yeah (laughs) yeah bo elon and on um instagram at starlet avenue all right you know, and uh, on both of them, there's a site that's linked in the bios, and that site is a Neo City site that you can find more information on. You can find our shop. You can mm-hmm. find everything. Yes, we have a, a merch store. Where hey, you can buy stuff, hey, there we go. Or you can buy stuff to support us. Yeah. So everything like that you buy goes into supporting the show. Mm-hmm. Goes into like supporting like all the funding for it yeah so and you get stuff there we go so, you get stuff man. um there's like a poster some buttons and some other stuff like that it's it's fire knickknacks and stuff yeah. you can put on your wall that's what i'm saying man i'm a bay i love my knickknacks you already mm-hmm. know you already know knickknack patty whack give a dog a bone mm-hmm. well hey uh theo thank you so much for for coming through and uh making time with us you uh, like i said you did an amazing job and a uh, round of applause yo round of yeah. applause thank you, you did so amazing much. you did amazing See, like, hey, you know, podcasting is fun. You know, you yeah. get out there a little bit, it's you know done, what I'm yeah. saying? And, you know, you're comfortable behind them. I can already tell. I can already tell, you know. Got it yeah. right there. All right. Well, uh, hey, we're definitely going to be keeping up with you. And, uh, again, for sure, reach out to us so that way, you know, we can let more of the listeners know. Because, you know, I mean, I'm super excited. I cannot wait to get scared of these yes. puppets because I ain't going to lie, man. Puppets, they already kind of freaked me out a little bit. Big Bird. Oh, yeah. Big Bird. Big I just, Bird? I mean, Big Bird. Big Bird. I look. Big bird. <laughs> you ever seen Big Bird at night? <laughs> Just saying, right? You only see Big Bird during the day. Big Bird walk out down the street at night. You be like, hold on now, this is a little it's sketchy. Kinda, yeah, exactly. Huh? <laughs> it was. It's just me. I know I'm not the only one. It's just me. Go ahead, you can say uh, okay. it. Okay, it's like it's okay. just me. All right, go uh, ahead. On the go one ahead. hand, on the one hand, go I get on, where you're coming from. <laughs> like, giant ass the giant bird walking scary. down the street. That's all I'm saying. But now all I'm just thinking of was like big birds like shuffling down uh, like a shady, <laughs> That's shady what I'm part saying. of town, yeah. kitchen knife in hand. Come and play. You see, 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 see. Sunny day. Come on now. I love that. Come on, man. Come on. You gotta, gotta relax, Roger. I'm getting. <laughs> 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 <All right. laughs> 
but uh but yeah thank you so much and uh and before we wrap things up you know as always man we like to let the people know where they can find us and uh and rigel you want to let the good people know where they can find you as always yes as always y'all can find me on facebook instagram uh tiktok and threads at flash.photography.cause that's for my cosplay slash personal stuff where i just i just be doing whatever man i just do do whatever so yeah some days i'd be posting about uh I, I don't even know what I've been posting on my personal stuff anymore. I did the Shanks cosplay a while back. Yes, you that, did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then for my meme-tacular page, hey. you can follow me at Always Sunny in Watchmen, uh, where I'd be posting the, the dankest of memes, most of which right now have just been how hyped I am of, about Jimmy Olsen. That's, that's <laughs> it. That's it. Um, and then you can also follow my lovely fiance, Alicia Joe at Alicia-Joe on uh, TikTok twitter and facebook and instagram as well uh and then there's also our other guest host ant yeah but you can follow them at lucha vandross on instagram uh that's l-u-n-c-h-a underscore v-a-n-d-r-o-s yes yes yeah that's right got one of the illest screen names ever mm-hmm. shout outs to Ann and also shout outs to our OG co-host Lil CO you can follow them yep. at cut it out comics and cosplay so you can check out all the cool cutouts that uh, that they make it's always fire cannot wait for some new ones because I'm hype and I need some CO I know you hear me I know you hear me <laughs> and uh, and of course make sure you follow comic book John on social media at comic book John and his bright light comics imprint and you can follow your surely J rock the mic on Facebook IG and threads at J-R-O-C-D-A-M-I-C. But most importantly, always got to follow the comic section all over social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, if you don't stop. Hit it! And of course, thecomicsectionnetwork.com. That's thecomicsectionnetwork.com, the home of the Comic Section Podcast and the affiliated network shows. And while you're there, shout outs to our merch partners, Exotic Enclave. You can get hooked up with that fire, that Comic Section Podcast merch. And we got that special promo code. Just type in best fans ever. Save yourself 10% off on all the items in the merch store. We're on the road to episode 300. And we're almost mm-hmm. there, man. We're already past the 50. You know That's what I'm saying? We're, we're just we're getting there. It's coming. It is coming, man. And of course, our five-year anniversary is right around the corner as well. So thank you guys so much for tuning in every week. Continue to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. And uh, and yeah, and it's been uh it's been a fun journey. And we're just to me, we're just getting started. So uh thank you guys so much for tuning in. As always, I've been your host, Jason, alongside my talented co-host, Rajal. And again, thank you once again, Theo, for coming through and just doing your thing. Super, super amazing yeah. job. Thank you so much. And we definitely can't wait to hear more about Starlit Avenue. I can't wait to get scared of these puppets and uh and just feeling just type of way about it mm-hmm. i can't wait i can't wait so as always thank you guys for tuning in we'll catch you guys next week for a brand new issue of the comic section podcast peace you are now tuned in to the award-winning comic section podcast network <laughs>